my uh my coworker and I, my colleague and I, we decided we met like I think right after I I had this last podcast with you. And mm-hmm. I'm new to this online space of like four months, I think June I started. Mm-hmm. And I met this beautiful woman in Bali who was like, we had one meeting and we connected so hard. We've been running our 21 day intimacy exploration um, adventure. So it's 21 days of exploring intimacy with ourselves. It's mm-hmm. really amazing actually. And I can't believe we pulled it off two months in a row. And it, we had great results and testimonials and we've like, it really is amazing how it changes just a little bit for every person that joins us. So it's really cool. And anyway, we try and do this time zone thing. Like tonight we have motivation Monday in our paid membership group group, but it's Sunday for me at 7 PM, but it's Monday for her right. at, at, I don't know. I think it's about eight or 7 AM for her. Like we're across the world and we coach a six week program we started as well, which we launched and started last week. And for us, in order to be in the same day that I'm on at 7 a.m. And for the people in the UK that we're coaching, it's 4 p.m. And for her, it's 11 p.m. There's like a lot of times we just took a class and it's like two in the morning for her. And she wants me to meet with this other person, but it's three in the morning for me. And it's, you know, her five, seven in the afternoon. The time zone thing is just like, I feel like I'm constantly chasing time zones, but it's super fun. And I think it's really great. I'm always in her yesterday and she's always in my tomorrow. So (laughs) it's super fun. Um, Time traveling. Time traveling is awesome. Now, Mm -hmm. um, again, let's remind the people you are a sex coach, sex, which one? Yeah, I'm a tantra practitioner and a sex educator. And my goal is to create divine human connection through sex and sensuality. Mm, Okay. That's what's up. Now, the lady that you're referring to, is that the blonde lady that you on Facebook with from time to time? Yes. She's, she's Eugene O. Liberty. Okay. And Bali. Bali. Yeah. And she's she's been a, a intimacy, a passion and intimacy coach for the last four years. And so it was really just amazing when we connected and we just had like really great ideas. And like this next planning, we planned about six months of our business together, just like right off the bat. And she was like, oh, my God. I've never planned this far in advance before. Like we just connect and it's just amazing. We both have the same views and goals and support each other a hundred percent. It's like, man, I feel like I talk to her so much. I feel like she's my sister now. (laughs) She's just like right there. And we, we coordinate business a lot on the same like manifestation, you know, we'll do meditations together and think about what we want to create and come up with these ideas together. And it's just a unique way of doing business with somebody across the world. And, you know, through a computer or a phone, (laughs) it's just really a wild, but I, I just love her so dearly. It's just, I can't believe that she landed in my world. I was asking for somebody to work with that was a really divine person and super open and man, she is all of that. So. Right. Yeah, we talk about all the things together. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I, I remember you were telling me that you were trying to do the retreat the last time we spoke. How how or did that work out? I have not done that yet. And due to our world, you know, falling apart, it might be a while before I'm able to do that. So um, I've, I've been reading and researching a few online retreats and how to do that. So that's really cool. But we've taken the step 
And um, I guess you could say I do a 21 day retreat and our 21 day intimacy exploration where we dig deep into you and get to know your body. You know, our, our main clientele seems to be people who are overcoming a breakup and seem to have lost themselves in a relationship and don't even know who they are anymore. So Mm. the people that they are attracting is like the same person in a different body over and over again. Mm. And so we're just their aura. Well, yeah, it's, it's like your belief systems, right? You have Mm -hmm. to change some things within yourself in order to create something different, but when we realize that we're just attracting the same thing over and over and over again, at some point, our brain just goes like, why do we keep doing this? What, what needs to happen for me to not do this? And we've been able to create this with a number of people in just the 21 days. It's really been super powerful and being able to shift that mindset of you deserve what you want, not settling for less. Well, how, well, how do you how do you purge and break that cycle? Like, if uh, a, a person at what do they say uh, a serial a serial monogamous, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the term for it? So I break mm-hmm. up with this I break up with this person, and uh, it was toxic. It was toxic because um, I didn't know myself, and I was just more into the lust. And so then the next person that I'm with, it's hot sex again. And here it is, I'm selling myself short because of the drama that I'm going to endure or put up with. How do you break that cycle from wanting to satisfy the flesh and the physical and actually take care of the mental as well as the physical? Absolutely. And that's exactly what we're doing. And it takes 21 days to change a habit, right? It Mm. takes three months to like really get it out and you know let's just say you're a smoker and you quit smoking they say it's three months before you actually have really quit it but it takes 21 days to break the habit and sometimes our mental state like what we think and what we believe it's just a mental state you have to get past that so it's getting out of your own way trying new things And I mean, we have a lot of fun in our 21 days, but we also get really real. Mm -hmm. My goal there was to, okay, let's take a look at, you know, one of the biggest things that I find people have the hardest issue with is boundaries. Right. And so, you know, you're attracting that same person because one, you haven't really thought about what kind of person you want and you haven't gotten real with yourself about that. And two, we have no boundaries. There's no saying no, or if somebody says no, they get offended. They don't know how to honor somebody's no, you know, like Mm -hmm. if you don't want to have sex one night, let's say, right. And then all of a sudden there's like, oh, you don't love me anymore because we're not doing it. Like sex isn't related to love, but it could, and it does for some people. And I do think that it can like, you know, if I have a little argument with my mate, the makeup sex is amazing. You know (laughs) what I mean? It can also solve issues for you too so it's kind of like that confused thing of where to where are we attracting what we're attracting what do we really want and we really get you to dig deep but we have a lot of fun we dance and we celebrate and we yeah we make sure (laughs) i I see you running naked in the woods with your mate so yeah you know I don't, I don't need no clothes on. I'm surprised I'm actually wearing clothes for this yeah, podcast. I was, yeah. When I saw myself, I'm like, oh, I have clothes on. This yeah. is unusual. Yeah. Well, just wrap yourself in a green uh, cloth the next time and 
you know, you can share the clothes then just have a screen and we'll just see your face in like uh, one of those wonderful backdrops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's usually all you ever see on, on screen is like from me here up because I usually, yeah. I'll have a sarong on or something in case I have a little fall of the camera or something because I'm always telling the people we're coaching like guys if there's a nip slip I'm really sorry but really not sorry so <laughs> you know I don't I'm a liberal person when it comes to being naked I just don't care like if I showed you I got a little side boob hanging out there's no bra or this there's no nothing I'm well I'm gonna invite me. you I'm gonna invite you to uh, 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 a virtual topless happy hour and, and I, I just talked to, I so the, so the last person that I interviewed uh Jay Marie sex coach she has a virtual topless and in person topless uh sip and paint coming up on the 26th That's so when I get that information fun. for you I'm gonna forward it on to you yeah you, you know that might be fun for you absolutely that would be fun for me I do I really most I have a sign outside of my front door that says clothing optional beyond this point and my son is like well can I just stop by I'm like you can but if you want me to have clothes on I suggest you send me a text and he's like copy that so mm -hmm. it's pretty open about how my nudity is just a thing I don't really I'm not shy I have nothing to hide I love my marks on my body from having children and my little saggy boobs and whatever, but I love my body. There's nothing wrong with it. And you know, that's something like we all just cannot accept our body in the form that it is. And that's really what my goal is to get people, you know, it doesn't matter your size. I've worked with women who are large. I've worked with women that are skinny. I've worked with men that are large men that are fit and uh, a body is a body and it loves to be nurtured and touched and adored like any other body. Mm. There's no, the touch has nothing to do with the size of your body. It feels so good. Well, this, this is actually coming full circle for me because I'm, I'm getting the, I'm getting the, uh, the other 180 from the previous conversation. Cause see, we was talking boob jobs, the fear of boob jobs, the scars left behind, you know, from, uh, from breast augmentations and things of that nature. And so for you to say that the body is the body, it's a little different because a lot of people have a hard time buying into that with the self-care and the self-love. So, uh, man, I, I tell you, and then, and then also the other part of it was, uh, you know, we were talking about uh, the stigma now where people are like, mm -hmm. uh, how much time is enough when you're having sex? Is it 15 minutes and you're done? Is it an hour? And, you know, is it, you know, and, and it, 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 because we were, we were saying as we were maturing, it was about the longevity mm. in the past. I think as we get older, it's about the longevity. For some, but now yes. with, the, but, but with now with a lot of, of the, uh, <laughs> the new age, the new age <laughs> people in bed. And like, I've heard women say, hey, I'm not taking more than 15 minutes of sex. Well, then she has not received an experience. Like, honestly, I was, I was on that little dating scheme when I had divorced my ex-husband and I decided to do that dating thing. And honestly, guys just want to 
do it. That's all I want. Get it up, get it in, get it out. Don't mess my hair, do stuff. Right. (laughs) And then I took my tantra training and then all of a sudden an experience with me sexually became four to eight hours. And I would tell them like, to this day, if you're going to have a sexual experience with me, it's like a minimum of two hours. If we're just having an experience. If we're going to have a little quickie, we need to talk about it because I actually need to mentally prepare myself that there won't be all of the things that I enjoy in that moment. So minimum of two hours up to eight because it's an experience. It's not about sex. You know, there's a lot of touching. There's a lot of kissing. There's a lot of massaging. There's a lot of loving and like learning how to massage each part of the body including the genitals and how to provoke a male orgasm. To me, that is one of the most enlightening things that I've learned. And I absolutely love watching a man have an orgasm, not an ejaculation, not getting off, but having a true body orgasm. It is wonderful to watch the movement of their body and their breaths that they're taking and being able to be in that space. And I've had a lot of men like who have never had an orgasm and I bring them to that point and they're like, okay, I don't even know what just happened, (laughs) you know, because most men don't know that they can have a body orgasm. We're not, they're not taught that from a young age women. It's all about them having this amazing orgasm. Men are just supposed to get off. And the point of ejaculation is to procreate. So when you take that and you keep that inside of you and you give yourself that life energy, you can use it as a full body experience instead of letting it all go and being drained and needing a nap. And the aftercare that happens after having a body orgasm for a man, because I think aftercare and sex is something that is not even talked about enough. And, you know, women want the 15 minutes and then roll over and go to sleep. Mm. Well, they're missing out on that pillow talk on that love Mm -hmm. on being held and it's really amazing what communication comes up in the aftercare after you've had an experience with somebody rather than just sex right see there's so much more to it after talking to you the last time so you push me now so we're going into uh we're going into the uh the empath and the uh the kundalini and all of this wonderful things I had to go and research after the last conversation that you and I had. And I was like, huh, so now you're saying male orgasms. Mm-hmm. We was talking sex toys last show. Okay. Yeah. Sex toys can help with the male orgasm, but the man has to want to do it. Mm-hmm. It is the male orgasm. The men do have a G spot and it is their prostate. So you do have to be okay. And it's not like anal play where it's like in and out sex, you know, it's not like that. It's very slow and gentle and to the point. And what I've learned about the prostate is like, it has like three sides and you actually only massage the backside of it. You can reach some of it through uh, the perineum and massaging that, but it's really got to be quite vigorous and hard to, to access it from the exterior rather than the interior. And a lot of men think, oh, does that make me gay? Because I'm gonna let you stick a finger up my butt, you know? Like there's that, there's a lot of that. You have no idea how much men hold that space. And like honestly, I think if every man would just stick a finger up their butt, they'd loosen up a little bit. Like 
I really do. Yeah, this coming out Dave Chappelle week, so uh, I'm not gonna take it there. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, that's the, the, I mean, that can get it started. But also, I've had men that I've massaged um, with a tantric massage, and they were not open to having any of the prostate stuff done at all, and they've still experienced a body orgasm. But so you my, don't. That's my question. Is there any other way other than uh, taking it up the rear? They have to be present. They have to really show up. And, um, like with, when it happens, will be during the lingam massage and a lot of men will be like, oh my God, I just, I, I just came everywhere. Didn't I? Like, I'm so sorry if that caused a mess. And I'm like, yeah, nothing came out. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I think you just had a body orgasm when our body is like awakened. It's a convulsion. It's a convulsion. Yeah. It's, you feel it through your whole body rather than just in the genital area it becomes and then it's really important to I think hold a man after they've experienced a body orgasm because it's so new to them and they're usually in shock I've noticed that too they're like what just happened like oh my god like they almost (laughs) want to run away it's like come here and enjoy this feeling because they don't know the feeling right like when we don't know something and then it happens and it's like what was that oh my god and then we start judging in our head and just let it happen you know like Right. You have to really be present. You really have to stop the brain chatter. Men have a really hard time with that. And just tell yourself to shut up and be in that moment and really enjoy and feel. Men men shut off their feelings a lot mm-hmm. and feel it. You got to feel it because when you're actually in that present moment, doing the breath work, igniting the Kundalini energy, doing the proper work, you don't need to do the prostate work. Some men, it helps get past that point and some men don't even need it. So I can't say that like, I know what you would want because every man is so different, mm-hmm. but it's also so the same. All that I know is that the men enjoy the touching and somebody doting on them. I think it's about receiving. Men don't get a receive, you know, they have woman says I want sex for 15 minutes well guess what he's going to put out for 15 minutes where in there is he receiving what does he get out of it true true yeah true and 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 I think for men a lot of times it's all about who you're with it's Mm. definitely all about who you're with and it's all about um how far they will allow you to go with them yeah and are they going to participate or are they just going to lay there or You know, or do you have that conversation beforehand or do you just figure it out when you get naked? And and that's where we are now. I mean, a lot of a lot a lot of people need to be more um, they need to be more intimate in the sense where if you stop partner hopping, Mm. I think you have a you stand a better chance of enjoying sex more and having these feelings that we're discussing now, because. You know, once you once you have an appreciation for that person, you're looking beyond the physical. You then mm-hmm. then you can look beyond the physical. Then it's more about the fulfillment at that point. And a lot of people never get there because they're they're vain. You're chasing the looks. So you know, above and beyond how attractive that person is in that moment, whatever body oil they can put on, or panties, or as they say, negligee, all that good stuff. And when it comes down to it, and we're in we're in the buff, you know, I think we're even at that point, no matter mm. what. 
and and so many people have those mental blocks because they want red underwear they want uh straps they want uh as a heels yeah there's all the dress up stuff but you can have that just make it an experience enjoy that body slow it down you know like touch that body all over if you really want it go get it I don't ever say stop, show me you want it. And then the cool thing, if it is that type of relationship, you also get that moment to receive it. It's not going to be just about me because I really feel that that's what happens in our sexual encounters Mm -hmm. is it's about one person. Oh, I got to make her orgasm. I got to make her orgasm. And then she could fake an orgasm and you wouldn't even know it. And then you wouldn't talk about it. So you'd never know it. She just would never talk to you again. Cause, Oh, I just faked an orgasm. I wasn't telling him about that. You know, girls have their shit too. Well, you know, it's like going to the gym, you know what I'm saying? When they, when you come to the gym, we, we hey, we're, we're, we're there for that experience. I mean, uh, I mean mm-hmm. at least I think most men are trying to not strike out and they're trying to make sure, well, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to put my foot in my mouth with this one because I'm <laughs> they're trying to make sure you're fulfilled, which I know is bullshit because they're just really trying to get off the majority of the men. But I'm not on that side of the fence. So I've always swung the other way in the sense of trying to make sure that person is fulfilled and then get mine. Yeah. And that's like, that's how it should be. I think in any relationship is, you know, like, and having that conversation before, like even with my mate, I don't have the four hour nights because he works and stuff like that. So it's like, okay, we're doing this this week. There's one day a week. Whose turn is it? Yours or mine? We take turns doing the receiving because we both deserve it. We both want it. And we can't get it all in in one night because honestly, it's four to eight hours with me. So (laughs) it's like a long time. But that that two to two to four hours that's spent just with that one person and then making sure the other person gets the same. And I, that's what I also recommend in relationships when they're trying to rebuild, um, maybe after years of, you know, not talking or whatever that empty nest synd- syndrome that comes in when they when the kids all leave and they are looking at their husband or wife like, who are you? I don't even know who you are 18 years <laughs> later right? It happens. I get them to explore themselves and each other naked. And it's amazing because in that 20 years that they've been together, they have never even done those things. Mm. Never once did they stop and say, how can I serve you tonight? Mm. And I mean, I talk about four hours, but that could include a meal, me feeding you, a massage, a bath. I'll give you a bath. You can give me a bath. It's whatever you desire in that moment. What, you know, it's, it's your turn this week. What are you, what do you want? And my mate's not really open in communication. So we have a little notebook and I'm like, Hey, it's your turn on Thursday. What is it going to be? And I get little notes. I'd really love a bath. And I'd like this for dinner. And I make sure all that's set up, right? It's not about the naked experience. It's everything leading up to that. And then he gets his massage and we have our intimate time or our sexual time after after he feels like he's really received and in any that's that's awesome like I've never I like I I know we 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 touched on it but I never really thought about it like that if you could if you could really sit down with someone and you come to this agreement and you like 
have this little book sitting around and write down your thoughts. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's that's something that's a concept that um, it really I'm, works, even with people who are new in relationships. Like I have one lady, she doesn't even know how to talk. Like she's like, I don't know how to do that. But I, she can tell me what she wants, but she can't tell her man what she wants. Right. So I'm like, OK, get a book. And ask for it to be your communication book. And you write down what you, your wants and desires. And then ask him to do the same. Right. And then they come back and she was like, oh my God, that actually worked. Because mm. some people can't actually say it. But they right. want to because we need to be heard. Mm. And we want what we want. Right. You know, and you don't right. want to be like, okay, um, you want to start exploring bondage in a relationship, say, and your mate would never, ever think that you would want to do that. Well, is your relationship open and strong enough that you're allowed to have new ideas so that when you write in there, be like, hey, I want to learn some bondage, some rope tying or some whatever. Mm-hmm. Are you open to that? And then right. if you get a message back, like you fucking sicko, <laughs> no, <laughs> like you don't want that. Right. Right, 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 right. Well, I, I, I mean, that's that's cool in itself. Like I said, it's something worth trying um, just to explore and do something different. Now, with the um, when it when it comes to romance or as we say, how important is music? Well, I think that setting the um, environment is definitely important. Music, candles, you gotta, you gotta set the mood. (laughs) Definitely have to, I do think that has a lot to do with it. Like sometimes I'll play um, like sexy songs like Marvin Gaye and that kind of, that kind of stuff where it's all like talking about sex stuff. And then sometimes I'll play some jazz or some classical or some meditation music whatever it feels good. I'm never really one for like putting on the heavy metal and going at it. So (laughs) (laughs) no Van Halen. I can't get no Van Halen. Yeah. Not, not then. I like Van Halen, but not in my, not in my romantic encounters. I I think, I think, and and that's the thing. So like we're in a time now where how many songs are actually slowing down? There are not a lot of ballads made. I mean, unless you're looking at independent artists or something like that. And I think because that's been taken out of the equation for, oh, it's been a long time since it's been soul, sensual, ballad type music. I think that's where love is lost. Well, then you get songs like WAP, you know, wet ass pussy. Like, is that really what it's about? Like... But but but, th- but see that's what I'm saying that's that's the given yeah. take. Yeah. So now what? But that's that's what's being portrayed, right? It's like right. that's what all of the kids are, are nowadays. They get to see all of that. They don't get to feel like Celine Dion or Marvin Gaye or those really good tunes like back in the '70s, you right. know, when they were getting it on in the '60s and the Beatles and. You know, like if you actually stop and listen to that music, it's really, really amazing. And it it makes you feel on the inside yeah. where like the the music that I hear on our radio sometimes today, some of the lyrics I, I enjoy, but some of them I'm like, man, you don't even feel this music. Like it doesn't hit your soul. It doesn't now, ignite you. And that's the, see, and that to me, that's the shitty part because now I think so many people are angry. The violence is up. Um, 
the lack of respect for one another isn't there mm-hmm. because no one's singing the tunes about it. Talking is great, but like even some of the feedback that I get about my podcast, the way that I put the music behind it, oh man, it's so good that you put music behind it. It makes it more enjoyable, easy to listen to as opposed to just listening to people talking. And I was like, okay, cool. That's not my thing, but you know, that's the way I creatively put the show together on the audio side of the of, of the podcast because that's what the people have told me they appreciate. And yeah. I and I say that when when it comes to all of the things that you've disclosed to me, I just, you know, for people like it's so quiet in the bedroom. Mm, yeah, communication is so important. Like, are you able to tell your lover that you don't enjoy what they're doing? Or are you going to lay there and take it? And then afterwards be like telling your friends, oh my God, he's so horrible in bed. Right. You're going to blame that on him, but you didn't say, hey, do you know what? If you just slowed down a little bit, maybe took a breath or like mm-hmm. did this, could you give that a try? But then there's also the fear of the man being like, what? You don't like what I'm doing? You you could just be like, no, actually, I don't. I'm trying to get you to do what I like because not all women like the same things and men think that they do. I know we have the same parts, but some like to be touched differently than others. It's not the same touch for every woman that works. Well, that's what porn teaches us though, right? That's all porn teaches us. And it also like, you got to have this big ass dick and you got to squirt everywhere and... That's just so unrealistic and love, love making in the bedroom and like, yeah, like looking at your man and being like, oh, come all over me. And then he can like, really? I don't even I I maybe know like one dude that could possibly do that. Like, (laughs) it's just not real. It's not real. It it, It ain't real, y'all. I'm telling you, it's in our head. We, and you I, have I've to try I've tried many times. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta learn your lover. Like I know men too. Like I have one friend who says, Oh, well, you know, even if it's a bad blowjob, it's a blowjob. And I'm like, Well, no. Do you want to have a bad blowjob? Like, is are you just gonna sit there and take it? And then all of a sudden, what happens if you go soft and she's like, Oh, you don't like what I'm doing? And you're like, actually, no, I don't. <laughs> Instead of telling her what you like, but people don't want to have that conversation before they get naked. Tell me some things you like. Tell me some things you want. What do you desire? What are you after? What is, what can, you know, how can I pleasure you tonight? And this is how you can pleasure me. We don't have those conversations. And to be honest with you, turn the damn lights on and look at each other and get to know and tell each other what you like about their bodies and that you you want to devour certain love handles though. You might, you, you might see my love handles. You better love all of that body because them <laughs> love handles are just going to be so good like, like later on, you know? Hmm. Well, now you say you, you partnered up with the, uh, can you tell me the partner, your partner's name again over in Bali? Eugenia. Eugenia. So Eugenia, what, what, what experience are you giving the people over on the digital side in your sessions that you're doing right now? Uh, well, the 21 day, um, adventure that we do we're going to run it again in January um it really gets you to know your body so if you're looking to like figure out what you don't like about you we we get naked we turn the lights on 
We do this stuff. We y'all do, do this on live. Yep. Boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm no, we don't get naked. They do their naked. It's really cool because our, our people have really been open and I've really enjoyed that. But that is the client that I want to attract is people who are willing to do it and share what happens for them because a lot of people can't stand naked in front of a mirror and honor their body and look at it and like think about what all of this body has done for us for whatever age we're at, you know, like you're 50 years old and you hate your body. Well, for 50 years, this body has taken care of you, whether you like it or not. How many steps have you walked on those feet and legs, man? They've carried you through lots and our bodies deserve to be honored. So we teach them that we give them um, new perspectives on how to create fun while healing, because everyone is always like the healing journey is so painful and it doesn't have to be that way. We make it fun. We, we do dancing and praising and lots of support so that you're not alone. And same with our six week program that we're doing now together. We just started this. So um, it's a really huge deep dive of coming out of denial, getting real with yourself and being able to just, again, accept you in your wholeness that you are today with stopping all of the judgments or past behaviors and being able to create something different and so, have that juicy, passionate relationship you desire so much in your life. Yeah. So it's, so it's almost like a holistic form of telemedicine to a certain yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, it could be, yeah. it could be seen as that, but it's just so fun. It's mm -hmm. way better than I've done a lot of personal development healing. And one of my biggest things was um, no one wanted to add sexuality to their programs. They didn't want to talk about sex. And so, okay, you were abused, all of these things. Yes, I dealt with the trauma around some sexual abuse I had in my life, but I never got to talk about the sex part. And so that's why I think I am so attracted to the sexuality of it is because people need to know and they need to see that you can do your personal development. And when you deal with all those things, you also deal with the sexual side of it because we're not leaving that out. I refuse to leave that part out and be like, oh, that's another class later when I figure it out. That actually has more power than any personal development does. When we heal our sexual being and we get in touch with that dark shadow on our kinky side and our fantasies and we accept that and bring that into our reality and have what we desire, guess what? Your confidence is through the roof. Your self-esteem is way up there. You are worth it, deserving. You feel all of those things that people search for in personal development, but you also own your sexuality, whether it's your pussy or your penis, but it's yours and fucking rock it. Because right. right. we are sexual beings. I think of what, bab not baboons, I can't remember the name of babin, uh, a bebin, I think, and a dolphin and humans are the only mammals that have sex for fun. So why not? So you mean with all that elephant trunk that the elephant is carrying, they they only get erect when they're trying to mate and create yep. children. Yeah, and I just read this thing on bears and they're like together for like three months. And then once she has the cubs, see ya, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find the next one for the next mating season. I was like, 
Oh, no child support. Nasty. Oh man, no child support. That's she doesn't crazy. even want it. She's just like, get out. I don't even want you. She kicks the mail right out, um, so she can raise the children and stuff. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> wow. That's yeah, not. It's, it's interesting how animals mate and, and, and procreate, yeah. and versus us. And we try to we we want to try to have companionship and live a life together, and it's we we make it so difficult. We do. We make sometimes it you could just fuck it off, right? Like you're having this little moment in life and you're having an argument with your little mate or spouse or whatever. Just go have sex. See what that cures. Because nine times out of 10, there will only be this much of the topic left to talk about instead of this big blow up that you are having. Just mm. go get that energy out. Mm. We're sexual beings. Go fuck it off. And then come back and we'll see what's left to talk about. Because we, it heals so much. It heals so much of our body because it, it makes us feel wanted and needed and loved. And as long as it's coming from that authentic place and not an abusive space, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. And, 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 and that's the beauty in it. You know what I mean? Once, mm-hmm. you, once you have that understanding and, and thank you, you know, first and foremost for, you know, coming on and, and giving these type of uh, open talks about mm-hmm. about sexuality about you know enjoying yourself and intimacy which again a lot of people shoot it down they shoot it down they mm-hmm. don't want to hear it they they're one dimensional well, and um, and they so think many- intimacy is sex and intimacy right. is so much more than sex yeah, yes so- sex is included but man there's can be intimacy when you're cooking in the kitchen yeah 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 close on too <laughs> oh yeah I, I mean again it's, it's if you are attracted to that person something is gonna warm your heart about seeing that person you can have a long day and you're like you know what you look at that person and they just light your day up when you come home because now you can forget about all of the bs that you've taken on and you're 95 you know at the end mm-hmm. of the day and it's again we're turning, we're shape-shifting into so many new dynamics and dimensions that we we are experiencing post-pandemic. Nothing's gonna be the same. Nothing's no. gonna be the same the way, you know, we could just walk around freely without freaking out about, hey, do you have the vaccination? Are you wearing a mask? So that, much stuff. That has created a whole nother phobia amongst people mm-hmm. to overcome on a, on a day in and day out basis that, Love oh, yeah. love. It's definitely stopped my um, massage business, that's for sure, with all of the rules. But I mean, I'm really grateful for my online space because I can I can at least attempt to show people what it's like to have intimacy in their life. And I mean, I take intimacy pretty far. Like I'm intimate with my kids, you know, when I'm sitting there holding my daughter and she's 25 and we're just having a little hug and loving on each other to me that's an intimate moment with my daughter Mm -hmm. there's nothing sexual about that or anything it's intimacy it's you're sharing love with somebody you're just you know be I recently learned the power of a hug Mm. you just take well you just take the person that you care for and you just try to hold on to them for one minute for 60 seconds hugging them and the impact the change or that person. Will. And do you hug to the right side? I, I'm just starting. I'm learning. Here's, here's a little.